Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. The Suicide Squad is the sequel to the 2016 film directed by David Ayers. This time, it is James Gunn at the helm for this wild ride with a team of supervillains. Yes, you heard it right, supervillains. The movie is based on the comic book series created by Ross Andrew and Robert Kaniger and revived by John Ostrander. Ostrander's modern version of the Suicide Squad, also known as Task Force X, is a group of criminals recruited out of prison by the government for black ops missions. The film expands on the team which was introduced in the first movie. Gunn writes and directs. He was a good choice for this material. His irreverent writing style works for the genre. He seems to relish the opportunity to inject levity into the larger-than-life comic book style characters. It will be interesting to see how things develop between Gunn and DC Warner. After writing and directing two successful features starring the Guardians of the Galaxy, Gunn had been on the outs with Marvel Disney following the revelation of some offensive tweets he'd made over the years. Marvel fired Gunn from the third Guardians of the Galaxy movie and DC scooped him up for the Suicide Squad. And despite outlasting the controversy and being rehired by Marvel, Gunn has continued to advance his relationship at DC, not only with the Suicide Squad, but also writing and directing a spin-off television series featuring The Peacemaker. Gunn capitalizes on the familiarity moviegoers have with the first film. And, as is the case with most sequels, there is almost no time spent establishing character and situation. The film opens at Bell Reve Federal Penitentiary as the latest version of Task Force X is assembled for a new mission. Reprising her role is Viola Davis as Amanda Waller, the founder of the Task Force who serves as its handler for the government. She drops the group into a meat grinder of a mission that illustrates the team's nickname. Also returning are Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, Joel Kinnaman as Colonel Flagg, and Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang. Joining the cast are Idris Elba as Bloodsport, John Cena as the aforementioned Peacemaker, Michael Rooker as Savant, Daniela Melquire as Ratcatcher 2, Pete Davidson as Blackguard, Mei Ling In as Mongol, Sean Gunn as Weasel, Flula Borg as Javelin, David Dasmalchian as Polka Dot Man, Sylvester Stallone as the voice of King Shark, Nathan Fillion as the detachable kid, and Peter Capaldi as the thinker. This film succeeds in many areas where the first one fell flat. It manages to engage and entertain the audience while maintaining a cohesive story. There's lots of action, it's gory in parts, and it's funny while still being sort of serious. It's also pretty faithful to the source material. I think there is frequently a tendency on the part of filmmakers to make wholesale changes as they adapt comic books into film. They frequently fail to take into consideration the reason the source material has enjoyed an ongoing level of popularity. I'd say there were some terrific Easter eggs, except for that the elements were central rather than peripheral. But even as a central figure, I think the inclusion of a longtime comics character like Starro the Conqueror rates as an Easter egg. Ditto with the use of characters such as Polka Dot Man and King Shark. As a fan of the DC Comics, I get excited when some of the more obscure or absurd characters get some play in a major motion picture.
There are a lot of great actors in this movie. As an ensemble picture, it necessarily suffers from some underdeveloped characters. But in particular, Viola Davis, Idris Elba, and Margot Robbie all shine. I also like John Cena and Daniela Melchior. I felt like Gunn's mastery of the art of assembling the elements makes it more difficult to be critical of the work. There isn't any pretense about this movie. It doesn't try to be anything other than what it is, which is refreshing and a departure from some recent DC movies where there seems to be a proclivity to try to make highbrow statements or present as profound. I've seen those efforts as ham-fisted at best and disingenuous at worst as filmmakers put one over on their audience. The movie runs two hours and 12 minutes with a brisk pace. It's exceptionally violent and frequently gory with a sprinkling of sex. In other words, it earns its R rating. It's definitely not for kids. I'd be reluctant to bring even young teens to this movie, but it's totally fun for adults. Get a babysitter and enjoy yourself. All in all, a well-crafted film in which all the elements combine to make for an enjoyable movie-going experience. Three stars out of four. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum.